0: Tell the i remember married a one time, there was a, husan chusen, I just got married, Shabbos Shevabrochus, and he's about to go to shul, Shabbos, morning for Shabbos Shevabrochus, the is waiting for him, he's all excited, he makes sure he's set about 16 alarms to make sure he's gonna get there on time, he's not gonna be late for the first Shabbos after he gets married, and he realizes, oi vai, I made a big mistake. What was the mistake? His Shveh bought him talus. wow. Mamash Atalas with the Atoras, with all the with all the everything. with anything you can add onto a is right there. Mamash not only a torah over here, Torah on the side, the middle, Mamash, everything's there. Major Azar Wow. His shver was so excited, his son was gonna come in with Azatalis, makes him proud. And then he remembered. He asked his shver do me a favour. Please do not make the tzitzis on the talus. I prefer to make them myself, I've certain chumras, whatever. I want to do it myself. And then he remember Shabbos morning. Ha-ha! He forgot to make the tzitzis. Now what's he meant to do? Ha! To walk him without the tzitzis. has So the Misa, he the taiva. he tied the tzitzis on Shabbos kodesh. He did it on Shabbos morning before he went to shul. The shyness, is he allowed to have hana? Is he allowed to even wear such a talus? So where are we coming from, Rabbi We're coming from a very important aloha. We're coming from a very, very important and- even have an such a Meaning even without the shayla. Rebbe. So we're coming from the shayla like this. That's a, that's a, that's a, a, gewalding, a gewalding point. That's true, but unfortunately, that's no. <laughs> so let me say this. Where are we coming from? Let's discuss the shayla. Okay? We haven't discussed this for a number of years, although you guys have done, have actually learned this in the morning. But I feel that's important to do this, because a few reasons. I'll give you an example. Uh, a chosan, one of the chasanim, that I'm be at him in a few weeks, for Hashem called me this morning, and he wanted to know about the edim. You know, how does it work with the edim? You know, because he wants to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm not going to, under the hopper. you're not going to say, no, not this guy, not that guy. So he wants to make sure in advance that we sort everything out. So I told him, make sure they know Hilchah's koisha. Huh? No, no, make sure they know Hilchas Kosher. Shen Yud Zayn in Shulchan Aruch. Everyone knows, right? He's like, "What Sheikh? No, no, I'm talking about Edim under the Chopah by Messiah What's it gonna do with Hilchas Kosher? Why than they know Hilchas Shabbos? so I said, no, no, no. Everyone knows the Ramah in Kosher Mishpah, Semen Lamadalit, Siv Chavav, says very clearly that everyone who has to be a kosher aide has to know Halachah. Kagai! What's the one example that the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah bring as a yid that's kosher to if he you knows Hilchus Kaisha. <laughs> and he knows Koisha. Kaisha, he's harshly aidus. So I maybe mean, I told the Khazim, make sure the Edim know Hilchus Kaisha, because if not, I don't know if they can be an aid of the and then the whole marriage is on Khan, a Shemirach, what can happen after that. You understand what I'm saying? So Kafala Khazah. Rubban Kyaski Zatzal writes in the Sefer. He writes there that even if a person learns Simon Shinyud Zayn, which you guys did, it's a suffic goddle if you know anything practically alakhala maissa. It's a very hard Siman. To get anything from it, practically aloch la So that is the reason why I wanted to mention it. I mean, Baruch Hashem, now we have this, that we can help us out with uh, some of the aloch <laughs> This is the first share, by the way. Today's the first share that we're giving based on the sefer. Although this is in the kitchen, but there's many, many shalits that are na'gay in the kitchen. But we're going to sprout also to some of the shalits that are not na'gay sort of in the kitchen. So maisa like this. Um... Let's begin, and let's try to understand the halacha. It's a very, very practical halacha. It's very Nageya. It Come out every Shabbos, we're going to have these Shailahs. So, where do we begin from? We begin, as we always do, from the Mishnah, the Gemara Bedsem. The Gemara Ayin Dalad on the base brings a shiloh. Where do we learn kosher from? Why is kosher? We know that the Mishnah quotes very simply, Ayin Gimbal on the base. The Mishnah says that kosher is one of the Lamatas Velachas. Why? Well, where was it done in the Mishkan? So it's a huge shiloh in the Gemara Ayin Dalad. exactly where kosher tying comes from in the Mishkan, For whatever reason, we're going to go through uh, not all the Sheetas over there, but it was basically the areas, the, the curtains that they had with the pegs that they used to tie it over there. And that was where the kosher they used to tie knots, the pegs onto the curtains. That was the Issa of Koshah. That's the Makar. That's where it happened in the Mishkan, At least according to some Sheetas. And therefore, that's how we know that tying a knot on Shabbos Kodesh is a problem in that case. Now, the, to understand the Melacha, let's understand it for a moment. What is the definition of kosher? How do we define the malakha of kosher? So we define kosher as connecting two things. So everybody asks the kasha. Everybody asks the kasha. So what's the difference between kosher and taifa? What's taifa in English? Um, <coughs> anyone?
1: Anyone? <coughs>
0: oh! It's We're all happy. It's sewing. Kavali, Beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. That is great. So that's the Kasha. Tuli. What are you tying What's the difference, right, L'maysa? Between Kasha and Toifa. Both of them are connecting two things. It's the same thing. What, what, why do we have two of the Lamatas Malachas that are basically doing the same thing? That's the Shaira. So it's a good question. It's not my Kasha. Yehocha Shulchan. Ramosha talks about it. Moisha. Ramosha says... That Nisli Yorcha also explains that kosher is to take two separate things and tie them together, but they remain separate. To take two strings and tie them together, there are two strings here. They just happen to be tied with a knot together. They're two separate things tied together. Mashaink and becomes one thing. When I take the threads and I make it into a jacket, I make it into a, a, a piece of material, it's not two threads tied together. It's one zach. You understand? That's the difference between kosher and toifa. The Mecheves Mishnah says that kosher is taking two things and tying them together, right, with a knot, whereas toifa is the alidei dova ache. For example, either with a stitch, with a staple, with glue, or anything like that. So you're taking two things with a third thing and sticking them together or tying them together. That, says the Mecheves Mishnah is the nafkamina between kosher and toifa. Now, let's explain Alok HaMaisa, because this is very nageya. This is the gate of making a tie on Shabbos. This is the gate of sits on Shabbos. This is the gate of you wear a hoodie. This is the gate of you tie a garbage bag. This is the gate the of diapers. There are so many shaytas that come into these things. Oh, tying shoelaces. You said that, you? No, I said, ah, the sure pious. Tye, tying the pious. How does that work, right? Oh, the the God, that's, a, that's, that's a big zag, right? That's a vada. We have to know how to do that. After mikvah. What happened? Anyway. So, let's start with the different shitas of what is muta, what is osa, and what's a daraisa, and what's a rabonan, and then we'll get to the, a lot of the practicalities of how this works. So there are three madragas. So, um, the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, Yilalof, there are three madragas of koisha. There's the nisad there's the nisad and there's Mutala atchela. And we have to know the difference between them because it's the difference between chiv skila and mutalach atchela, okay? So what are they? Listen very carefully. Shitas harambam which is also Rabbeinu Hanan on the Me'iri, and Pashto Tashon also, is that in order for something to be kosher I need two things, two conditions. One are the two things. Number one, it has to be a meysa uman. That means the knot has to be a professional knot. And number two, it has to be la'oylam. It has to be forever, which we will define what that means, of course. So according, again, According to the Rambam, Rabbeinu Hananel, the Me'iri, and Azoy Paskin and Shulchan Aruch, right, Yaakov, the only way to have kosher daoraisa is if I two conditions. Condition number one is a ma'isa uman, it's a professional knot, which we'll talk about. And condition number two, totally, is that it's done le'olam. That means, according to the Rambam, if it's not le'olam or it's not professional, in other words, if you're missing one of the two conditions, then it's no longer an It doesn't make it but it's going to be Rabbon, not a daraisa. Okay? That's level number one. Level number two. Level number two. Rashi. Shitas Rashi. Which is not only Rashi, which is also the Ritva, and the Ezeruah, and the torah and the Rekech, and the Ravid, Rabbein Yeruchon, and Pashtus, the, the Ramah. Hold that like this. If it's a kayama, it's a Keshe Shel kayama, Meaning... Keshashakoyoma means it's going to last for a long time, which we will define. That's a daraisa. If it's lower down than that, which means it's not going to last forever, that's a durabonan And if it's one day or maybe seven days, that will be muta lechatzela. Now, the Ramalamaiser is Choshesh also for the other sheet of the Rambam, which means the Ramal is Choshesh also for a Mayser uman as well, which we will discuss. So it comes out like this: if you have a not, that is loylum which we will define what that means if it's there for a long long time that's going to be pastures so the almost according to everyone if it's if it's basically a professional if it's a professional or time, then that would come out, at least according to the Ramah, for sure will be a Dura But again, we are choshish that a Dura. So if something that's less than a day, for sure it's going to be more mekel. Right? Which we'll discuss a tie being less than a day, or shoelaces, for example, if that can be more mekel in that case. We will discuss that. Now, what does it mean, kesha shal kayama? What does it mean a kesha and not... That is there for a long time. What is defined as a long time? Right? Does it have to actually last for years and years? Or is it enough to last for a couple of weeks? How does it work? And it's a major nafkamina halachan ha Okay? So most Rishonim learn that over here is, it's not the pshat that I need it to last forever, but rather I have no reason to open such a knot ever. Okay, that's how the ritva, the Levush, the bach, the taz, the Rabbah the sholchanah, harab, and the mishtiburah paskin, that as long as I don't have a reason to open it, doesn't have to last forever, that's called kesheh sholkayama, which is again going to be a Da'oraisa in that case. Which the Be'lokha says, by the way, it doesn't necessarily go according to each individual. If the derech ha'olam is to leave this knot tied, then it's considered to be a Shol Kayama. So the same knot for two different objects. Could be a different Correct. Also, if you go to one of these old shuls where they do when you and they give you galila, so nowadays, Baruch Hashem, it's very easy. They have a little click, right? Either a, a click, literally like a buckle, or they have sometimes the little uh, three little round circles put it inside. This is simple. But if you go to the old shuls, right, round and around, and they, to tie it, and knot it, and zach it. it's a whole matziv over there, right? Right? Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? I, I was once on a shul, Shabbos afternoon, a guy comes running in, he opens the Orna Kodesh. I'm like, what is going on over here? I need to untie the, the sefer Torah. Huh? What are you doing? No, I got Galina today, and I realized that I did it wrong. And I tucker did a double knot, whatever it was, he did that it was wrong. I wanted to make sure it lasts less than a day, and therefore I took it out on Shabbos to make sure that I wouldn't be over on the Issa, right? Because this is a major problem for a person that doesn't know the Allah, as we said, is postelages. Forget about everything else, right? What about, for example, like this for my side. This isn't a I'll give you an example. What happens if you tie a knot in a bag? You take down the garbage. Right, you're a good, wonderful husband, and you take down the garbage, and you tie a knot in the garbage bag, so that it doesn't spill out, and it's easy to take down and woo, throw it in, whatever. Right, so you tie a knot, right, you tie a knot. That knot, I don't need for very long. Now, the matias is that it's going to last for a long time, because nobody's going into the garbage and untying it so it's going to last for a long time, but I don't need it to last for a long time. What din does that have in that case? What happens if you have a knot that I don't need for a long time, but the Merseus is, it's going to last for a long time. What? Ooh. Why is it Moksa? Why is it, yeah, it Merseus? It for what? I'm talking about if I'm allowed to tie a knot like that. Okay. I'm talking about, am I allowed to tie a knot that I don't need for a long time, but says is it's going to last for a long time? Okay, I thought you guys were going to answer me, isn't that a Rashi and Sukkah Lamed Gimel on the base? Right? Nochi was like, yeah, come, that's Rashi and Sukkah Lamed, Lamed Gimel on the base. Right? What is it? It talks about the Lulav over there. It talks about the Iger on the Lulav. It's a mitzvah there, a kilim the whatever. So the Shadis over there, is if you tie it on, on Yontov, right? Which is, of course, Yontov, and is and Shabbos. I don't need it to last for a long time. But the Matseer says nobody that I know goes after Sukkahs untying the knot that he made the Kesha around the Lord. He may take it off, Aishan and Rabbah, that's the first one, but Al-Kaponim and the rest of it, nobody's untying. So what's the din if I don't need it, but the it lasts for longer? Rashi is Machme. And not only is Rashi Machme, the Rivosh is Machme, the Lavush is Machme, the Heilige Shulchan kharab and Graz is Machme. And the Marishag, Rav Yashav, many others also are machveh in that case. Mishwem zalman wants the taina that you can't bring a raya from the, mish, from the Rashi and Sokot. Right? Mister, what the were bothered by. You're bringing me a raya by Hilchus Lulav. You're bringing me a raya over there. That's not good raya. Because over there the pshah is, I want the kesheh. Why do I want the not-zukh Because it's a mitzvah. I want the kesheh. You can't say that. Mishwem, over here. I don't want the kesheh. I just want the garbage not to spill out. So according to that, it could be more of a to make But we have to discuss, I don't know if we're going to get so much time now, but we're going to have to discuss the different types of knots that people do on the garbage bag and various other places, whether or not those are motor and So let's just start the suger and mitzvah tomorrow we'll continue, okay? Shita sarambam. What does it mean, a Kesha Uman? What does it mean, a professional knot? What is a professional knot? So the Rambam says, an Uman means like a knot that sailors make on boats with the anchor. Or for example, camel riders they put on the nose, right? They put on the nose ring. They have a special knot that they do. That's a professional knot. A professional knot, says the Rambam, that's Asa. Says the Rambam, and he brings a Shul to him, that the Rambam says, we don't know what that is. We don't know what is a Keshe Uman. And therefore, any knot, says the Ramah, as it explains in the Taz and the Be'alokha, that is tight and will not come undone, is considered to be a Kesha'uman. Uman. Which means, if it's a Kesha Uman, which means any tight knot that doesn't come undone by itself, and it's going to last, because there's no reason to open it, it's going to be an Isid the come out according to everyone. Which means a person has to be very, very careful. For example, for example, let's say, and the Ramah brings this example, if you have a double knot. What is the din if you have a double knot? So you take one knot and then you tie another knot. Now the general mahalach is when you have a knot, Kesha, what we call kesha or gabay kesha, a knot on top of a knot, it doesn't generally become undone. So that would be an Isidaraissa. I once saw a guy, this is Rabosa, this is Laleinu Sushamaisa, you should never know such a thing. I saw a guy on Yom Kippur. He's sitting in, in, in shul on Yom Kippur, and he's tying his titsis. And he's tightening the knots of all four corners of it. And so I ran over to him. you kipper! Oh, what do you mean? Sitzes? What, what am I doing? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you're tying the double knot. People don't cut When you have tzitzes, they become loose. Even if you're just tightening the knot. That's an isser right there. Because at the end of the day, it's a kesha gabi kesha. That's a knot on top of a knot. It lasts for a long time. That's called, Ramos says, kesha umam. Boom. It's over. Hello Shabbos! Shabbos! That's what we have to do. Okay.
1: Moving.
0: No, we can't be 700 the We're most cautious for both. That's it, it's over. Rabbi said, that's, that's what it is. Okay. Rabbi said, there's a lot more to do. We've got a lot more to do. What's that? That what? No, it doesn't. If, it, if, if the, if the halakh of it's sizzes is that as soon as you tighten it, it immediately becomes undone, then I hear. But I think it lasts for a bit. It, it lasts for a bit generally, especially if you tighten it tight. Shem right? They ask Rabbi Chayim, if you're allowed to wear tzitzis <laughs> on Shabbos, because up to a gzera, that you may come to tighten it on Shabbos, and I'll be asked, Rabbi Chayim, we don't make it on Chazam yi and that's it. Rabbi join us <laughs> tomorrow with Hashem for more. Have a wonderful day.